Welcome to Podcasting for That Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are bringing you a whole lot of crazy freaking analysis. Hey, friends, I'm Marty My name is Brendan. It's good to have everyone back for week four of Paradise. And we thought last week was crazy. I cannot. I, I can't handle. I cannot handle what is what is happening on this island right now. Like the twists, the turns, everything is falling apart. The Brennan, the Piper, the Chris, the, the, wait, what's, what's her name? Why am I forgetting her name? Jacinia or Al- J- Alana? Jacinia. Jacinia, okay. <laughs> I was like, why do I want to call her Jasmina? It's not, it's not <laughs> that. I made that up. That's no one's name. <laughs> it might be, just not, just not on the beach. Anyway, though, it's so freaking crazy. I can't handle it. I don't. It's out of this world. Just like my sweatshirt today. I don't know. That was lame. No one. Whatever. There's literally only three people who can see that sweater. Okay. Right. But I was also just very excited to. It's so soft. It's so soft. Everyone touch my sweater. Touch me, please. It does look soft. It does look soft. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's start. And then to start off, we had drama that I believe. I feel like in my heart was aired in June because so much happened since then. Okay. I, right. I, I still, I have no, I, I really don't know. I really, everything like, okay. So I thought that this week, the whole drama between Joe and Kendall was going to be it. Like to me, I feel like Joe and Kendall stuff happened. That happened last week. That happened forever ago. I no longer. I'm just like eh, whatever. That's because you know. That's because it wasn't anything. They. I feel like all we did was relive their breakup conversation, where they both said, "I still love you," but the biggest issue that was the reason we broke up, is still the biggest issue that we have, which is you don't want to raise kids in Chicago, and I don't want to raise kids in Los Angeles, and that's it. I, I was right. I was text, I was texting with someone last night, and then she asked me how I felt about it. I'm just like, the non-negotiables are still the same. Nothing mm-hmm. since they've broken up has changed. They still both clearly love each other because of how that conversation was handled. It was very sweet, and it was mm-hmm. not only very sweet, but it was also very mature. So they clearly still love each other, but the problem is they don't want to live where the other one wants to live. And they mm-hmm. refused to, Joe at least tried to live in Los Angeles, didn't like it. That's what I was thinking. And like he said, by then, because she, her whole thing apparently was that she didn't want to uproot her life for some guy. And he was like, by then, I was more than some guy. It had been two years. So wanted to try. Yeah, it was two years. They had been together for two years. Yeah. At some point, you have to turn from just some guy to the love of my life. And yeah. no matter where they were in that process, she did not have any intention for that to change, no matter who it was. So she's going to have to find yeah. someone who is willing to spend the rest of his days, or at least the rest of her family's day, the rest of her parents' days in Los Angeles. That's what, like, it was so interesting the way that, okay, clearly she comes, comes to the eye and she is focused on Joe, right? Yeah. She wants to have a conversation um, which I saw and heard Nick Vile, your guy, um, say that conversation should have happened at a Panera. 
Yeah, it should have because there was. I really didn't understand. I really didn't understand why it had to take. But it didn't. It really didn't. We it we didn't. all had to be reminded. We as a nation, as a bachelor nation, had to be reminded <laughs> that Kendall is and forever will be a stone cold stunner. Gorgeous, and that's why she came. She had to remind everybody that she was gorgeous, and she still is, like she was when she was on a few years ago. That's why she came. She, okay, she's gorgeous, but she's also what I what I do appreciate and I like about Kendall is that she's gorgeous in a way that's not superficial, and it's not like um, it, it, she's normal girl pretty. But that doesn't mean that she's not unbelievably pretty because she is. And but like you know, I feel like, like Kendall's. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, she's relatable. That. You know, she's 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 the kind of person that's on that beach that doesn't seem like it's those goals are so unattainable that you're like, what is this? You well, know, they, Kendall is just naturally she's naturally pretty, and it makes sense that her and Joe fell in love because they're both quirky. You know, they I'll get they say that about people who live in L.A. who were born and raised in L.A. Mm-hmm. They're they're a different kind of L.A. person. Because yeah. they weren't changed at all by the L.A. lights because the L.A. lights were the only lights they've known. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, this conversation, though, her being like, I wanted to have one last conversation with him. Hopefully he hasn't found anybody. We just need to, like, we need that, basically that closure. And it's like, really, you had to wait until you were on TV to to have this conversation with him. But what I thought was interesting too, though, and I appreciate Joe and all of his authentic, authenticity, which is why he has my heart forever and always in Bachelor Nation, him and Peter, him and Peter. So, um, and not, not to be confused with Pilot Pete, Peter Krause. Anyway, um, but when he called, he did call her out though several times. He was like, you are recounting the whole situation differently. Like you're acting like we did not talk since we broke up. And he's like, right. we argued like normal people do after a breakup. We tried, mm-hmm. you know, we again and it didn't work. Nothing changed. And so she's like, well, I just feel like it's hard for me to have you in my life and then not in my life. And he's like, I didn't just disappear, you know? So I appreciated the fact that like whatever, it was almost like whatever the producers kind of were like, Kendall, show up on the beach, say this, you know, this is your reason for being here. Yeah. Joe was like, that's BS. That's like, that's not real life. Yeah. You know, like, that's part of the story, but that's not the whole story, Kendall. And you could kind of tell she was like, oh, okay, well, all right. But, you know, basically she wanted that closure. And he was like, nothing has changed. Yeah. And- but... Yeah. I I think they may talk again, mm-hmm. but any indication that this could be a rekindling is out. I don't know. I, I think I it think... is. I think Joe realizes that until and this this is until mm-hmm. Kendall says I'm willing to give Chicago a chance. Everything they have is done. He will always they yeah. they love each other, but Joe's realized that he took steps. That she wasn't willing to take. And until mm-hmm. she's willing to take those steps, there's nothing to be discussed. Yeah, because what would happen if he decides on that island again? Okay, you know what? We are, we're going to get back together. We're going to try again. They leave the island and Kendall's like, but I want to still be in L.A. 
then Joe's still back in the same place that he was. Yeah, so in, until, and this may be while on the beach, this may be in five years, this may never mm-hmm. happen. But the only yeah. the only chance they have is if Kendall is willing to give Chicago a chance. And so far she's not, and that's why they're not going to be a couple anymore. And she, she was surprisingly, like, still adamant about that. Like, she was like, I don't want to live in Chicago. Well, then there's, like, nothing, then there's nothing for them to, to do. But he and that's that's what got me though, as I was like, why, why are we having this conversation on TV if you know you're not willing to change your mind, Kendall? You know the reason they she was invited down, and they knew everyone everyone but Joe knew that she was coming and that she was going Mm -hmm. to have to have this conversation with him. So they're just like, okay, we're just going to have it. We realize that I'm not going to Chicago, and he's done. If he wants me back, I will gladly have him back in Los Angeles. But if he's going to be staying firm in Chicago, then we'll have this conversation, and I'll move on and see if there's somebody for me. And that's all it was. Mm-hmm. She was she was coming down anyway, probably. And her and the producers realized that they were going to have to have this conversation. But to get the most authentic self out of Joe, nobody could tell Joe. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Because another podcast I was listening to said that the best Joe is confused and flustered Joe. So the best Joe had to be, the the best way to have confused and flustered Joe was to have him be confused that Kendall wasn't coming. I, okay. I agree, but I also disagree. The best Joe, actually, I think, is Chicago Joe. The Joe that we saw come out in episode two. Okay, no, he is not Chicago Joe. Obviously, that's Detective Joe. Okay, Detective Joe, but like, I'm the Chicago Joe. But he's he's bad. That's Detective Joe, aka bad cop. Like that was he was throwing down. Like he was like, no, no, no. We'll we'll get to that later, obviously. (laughs) But when it comes to that, the the problem with that scenario was there was one crying cop. And two bad cops. And there was there was no one telling Chris it was okay. Listen, that's true. Because that's there was there was two aggressive drunk cops and one crying drunk cop. That was it was weird. It was weird. Okay. And also I think it was it was um misapplied. The energy should have been applied somewhere else. We'll talk about it. We'll, I, I, we'll get the the preview from the preview not the actual preview, but the words spoken at the end of Tuesday's episode lead me to believe that those words will be directed in due time i just love that this to circle back to the best joe i just love that this joe has been awoken though i feel like joe like i said i think this is chicago joe he was like all right i'm gonna throw down okay (laughs) like i'm tired of some i don't know if we're gonna see that joe next week i fingers crossed like i just want i I want to be like because you got to catch him in the moment i think you're right i don't think think we will that Joe can be reignited again because we saw Joe not once but twice have good conversations and meals with Brendan after Piper arrived. Joe is this was an interesting point that I heard on another podcast as well in terms of Piper and Brendan's response versus Chris's response. Now, this is just gonna be a quick thing, and then we got to get back on track for Monday. Uh, Brendan and Piper, as we've seen, are friends 
with the self-appointed king and queen of paradise, Joe and Serena. Serena and Piper, Serena gave Piper the biggest hug I've ever seen when she walked down to the beach. Well, yeah. Because and Joe and Brendan. Season together. Joe and Brendan have obviously become friends because they're both, until at this point, we thought reasonable people. So that's going to buy them more time in terms of cachet. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, hey, I'm not going to get murdered yet. Wow. No one liked Chris. Okay, that sucks though because Natasha is Joe's co-host. He should be her ride or die. Nobody was willing to call Brent. I Natasha grilled Ivan to his face about, are you going to call out your boy? And Ivan basically said no. Right. That's what I don't understand. What is what this freaking energy that came out of nowhere? Like I texted you and I was like, what is happening? People like Brendan. The girls like Piper. No one gives a crap or knows Chris. That's what it comes down to. They don't know Chris, so they don't care for Chris. They know Brendan, and they know Piper, and they like them. I, one, I don't like Piper. I said this, you and did, I'll say, you did that. if she comes on this show, I'll say, unfortunately, I didn't like you in this season. Or Matt season, all right? No shame. Okay. I don't, I just don't like her. But, um... Chicago Joe, though. I need him to, I just, I just, like, I just needed that. I need him to, like, somebody to, to in that moment, to be like, Joe, you're still amped up. You're still mad. What about Brennan and Piper over there? What about them? And I need Joe, still adrenaline rushing, to be like, you know what? Come over here. Take a seat. <laughs> That's what <laughs> That's not happening. He's like, all right, take a seat. Let's clean out the island. We got to keep going. Okay. Uh. Quick check in on everybody. Joe, uh, Noah, and Abigail had a conversation for whatever happened. They seem to be fine now. They seem to be I'm bored with it. Whatever. At the VIP party, they were very much still together. Well, together again. Mm-hmm. So they seem to be fine. Uh, Mari pulls Kenny aside when he gets back from her date, his date. Uh, they have a chat and then. Kenny says that they're going to have a conversation tomorrow, and that conversation leads to them making out. Sure did. So we'll get to Demi's reaction once again, which is just... I've Honestly, I've gone from happy to see Demi to irritated for Demi by Demi to embarrassed for Demi. I'm 100% embarrassed for her. I don't know what she's allowing to happen to her persona. I'm but- not even- I tweeted this out last night, or Monday night. I tweeted this out Monday night. Mm -hmm. She wants chaos as long as she controls the outcome of the chaos. Mm -hmm. Once once the chaos is no longer in her control, she's done with it, and then she starts begging Kenny to have sex with her so that they stay together. And that's what made me feel embarrassed Literally, when she said, do you want to go to the boom boom room? And he was like, what? Like, she asked him twice, didn't she? And then he said no. Right. The first time, like, they were, like, having drinks at the bar or whatever, and he was like, what? He's like, right now? Like, I'm like, I'm tired, you know? Um, Yeah. Like, the fact that she tossed out that boom boom room twice was such a, it was such a desperation. Yeah. Full of desperation that I was like, girl, please have some self-respect. Stop and, whining about it. Yeah, it was really disappointing. I was, yeah. I felt bad for her. So yeah, uh, 
Kenny and Mari have a conversation the next day. They start making out, and then obviously Demi and uh, Demi and Tia are now available. And it seems at this point, unless more guys arrive, probably heading home. It sucks because I like Tia. I feel like Tia needs more screen time or Tia. something. She's funny. She's pretty. She's great. Like ugh. the the mistake Tia made was going after somebody that she thought was attractive, knowing. He was in a triangle already. So I mean, the chances of her coming out on top as the last person in were not that good. She should have picked Ivan or James. At least there she could have yeah, stayed I mean, Also, what if she didn't like Ivan or James? Whatever. Okay, if she's there for love, then go for Kenny. If you're there for screen time, you go for James. I believe Tia was there for love. Okay, well then I guess she made... I shot my shot. She made the call and, that she uh, thought she had to make. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Mari, Mari tells Kenny she still wants to be with him. Kenny is like, you know what? She, Mari's like, I want to, if I were to leave paradise today, I would leave with you. And he said, same, same. So clearly Kenny is like, I don't not trust you, but I got to heal a little bit from this. Yeah. But like, I mean, none of them are trustworthy. No. There's really, honestly, at this point, there's four people on the beach that I trust. Five. Five people on the Joe, beach. Joe. Serena. Serena. Abigail. Noah. And Natasha. That's it. You know, I trust Joe. I trust Serena. I tr- No, you know what? I trust Joe and Natasha. I feel like those two are the only ones on this beach I do trust. Everybody else, everybody else can be like, you know what? So and so came down, and now I just want to like, I'm wishing. No, 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 no. Noah's not no. going anywhere. Okay, okay, then okay, then I trust three people: Joe, Natasha, and Noah. Because I, Noah, Noah had the opportunity when his butt was on the line. Yeah, and he did not. He didn't go anywhere. It's true. Okay, but, okay, so we'll get to the meat of this episode. Uh, Piper walks down. She lets us know that she's here for Brendan and Brendan alone. She walks in with a date card, says hi to people, and then says, Brendan, do you want to go on a date? And he immediately says, sure, no other conversations. That blew my mind when he did not attempt to have any other conversation. That's because whatever plan they thought they had, Either Piper didn't understand it, or Piper just didn't care. Because I don't think Piper cared. I I'm gonna go with not understanding because she was confused by Brendan on her Brendan's behavior on. Okay, that that's day. true. That is true. So if she didn't care, then she wouldn't have been confused by him. She would have just been irritated why he cared. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't so irritated. Happened, she was though, confused. This happened, at least in editing-wise, this happened like right after he and Natasha were hanging out and he was like, I'm not manipulative. I don't think that probably happened right then. You, you think that you don't? No, because they were having a conversation and he's sitting at a table with other dudes when she walks mm-hmm. down. Well, I mean, no, but I mean like right before that though, not like... Oh, I mean, before the way it was shown, though, he and Natasha had, it was before Piper had arrived. Yes, yes. They were just talking, hanging out, you know. Obviously, they 
their chemistry was just weird. Like, you yeah. know, whatever. Natasha shouldn't have had to like force that. But he was saying though that he was not manipulative. I don't remember who he was talking about. But he was saying, I don't at least I don't think I'm like I'm I'm basically don't have a manipulative bone in my body. Yeah, uh, so Piper asks Brendan out. Brendan goes to have a conversation with Natasha. Natasha gives us the, face, the same face she gave week in and week out on Peter's season. As she watched him crumble as a bachelor and as a man. The uh, not with this bull crap again. Right. I love Natasha's uh, looks. I love it. I love every look that she serves up. She's like, I'm not here for it. Yeah. Uh, he gives her some bullcrap about how they've had casual hangouts, but here's it's time for them to try to develop deep and meaningful conversations. And then they go to dinner. And, uh, well, before they even left, Becca is comforting Natasha, who's crying. Yeah. But, I love her and Becca's relationship. I love their friendship. I love Becca in general. I do too. Like Becca's so great. Even before, the only person I've ever seen talk to the girl that's going out with the guy she's going to ask out before she asks him out. Exactly. Like Becca seems like that cool girl too. She's level-headed. Yeah. She's awesome. She's very chill. I like her vibe. I feel like I would be friends with her. I want to be friends with her. (laughs) Yeah. She seems great. So then Piper and Brennan go on their date. Uh, Piper's already telling people that they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay, yeah. What? Look, who did she tell this to? Was it? Wasn't it like the camera? I think I think I, it was like, the camera. I think I missed that at first. <laughs> wasn't it the camera? Wasn't it us? Wasn't she telling us? I think it was us. <laughs> and then she's very confused by Brendan, who's really downplaying their pre-show relationship. And then Brendan says in his quote, there's certain things that had to be done, certain ways I had to navigate to bring us to this particular moment. That is the shadiest way of being like, I had to figure, I I had to secure a rose for several weeks, hold down the fort until you arrived. (laughs) Like we can read between those lines, Brendan. We're not stupid. No, I don't think we are either. <laughs> You're right there. Uh, apparently, apparently, my uh, computer didn't plug in properly. Just one second. Okay. Well. Come on. I feel like I should be juggling or something. Like. <laughs> So I should be doing like that, like that ridiculous sideshow. Um, okay. Music should be playing where it's like. Do, 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 do. I have returned. So uh, <laughs> Brendan continues. He said, "We have to have each other's back. It has to be you and me first and foremost before anyone else on the beach. That's the only way we're going to get through this process. Through this being in this position we want to be in, utilizing this time here and taking advantage of what Paradise would promote together." I can't. When I heard him say all of that, like I was like, 
Wow. It's deeper and worse than what I originally thought. Oh, it's so much worse. It could, I don't think it could be much worse. So eventually Piper. But, but I feel like Brennan was like, just wait, there's more. Because <laughs> uh, with all the shady whispering the next day. Uh, Piper and Brendan are finally on the same page. And Piper mm-hmm. either at some point realized or under, some, something switched. And Piper realized that Brendan had to do some shady crap. To get them to this point, mm-hmm. and she is yeah, because Piper she did call him out when she was like, "You're downplaying this." Like, we did hang out. Like, we did talk about being together in paradise. We did have multiple conversations, and he's like, "Um, well, you know, he did his." It was weird watching him. He already had put on a facade on the island. And it was like he forgot that he didn't have to put on the show for Piper. Piper was like, what are you doing? And so then he was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm around you. I can let my guard down. No, I think I think it was more like he is like, Piper, bro, do you not freaking watch this show? Like, can you like for one solitary second pretend like we don't have a massive scheme going on? I feel like, well, like she, she was aware of the scheme and he was living the scheme. And I feel like together they, maybe they were worried that camera, maybe he was aware that the cameras were on them because it was just them on their date. So he wanted to maintain his nice guy persona. But he I don't know what it was, but it was very... I don't know, but it was like he was trying to hoodwink her, who was his partner, in the giant hoodwink. No, but he needed her to stop pretending like what they're doing is okay. And remember that her part of the scheme is pretending like they hung out a couple times, but they wanted to explore something in paradise. Mm -hmm. Not what she told us, which is they're basically living together. Is that what she said? No, but that was it, was, it was obviously hyperbole, Ernie, but. <laughs> I'm still like, I'm so in the zone right now. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> How did I miss that? He needed her. She she wanted him to not be where he was. And she, he desperately needed her to be where she was, where he was. So that mm-hmm. they could come out of this as little, as little scathed as possible. And because she messed it up so badly, that's why they're in the position they're in. Because Piper screwed it up. Okay, I would not put this on Piper though. No, I mean, I'm not putting the plan. I'm not Piper. Putting, I'm not putting the plan on Piper. I'm putting the execution on Piper. Because she can't. I she, put the execution on Brendan mostly. If she comes, if she plays the game correctly, you come in, you take someone else on a date, you screw it up intentionally so they don't like you. Okay. You get through one more week of not being together to build up the show. Brendan leaves Natasha for you. You guys get together, leave Paradise happy, and with more followers. But because she came in guns blazing for Brendan and Brendan alone. I was like, Brendan, I see you. I want you. Let's go on this date. Because she, she put them in her poor execution of the plan. A for effort. 
F minus for execution. She got 6% on the execution. She messed That's this what's up. so shady is the fact that there had to be this grand plan. That much navigation is even shadier, okay? That is ridiculous. But I put this blame solely, not solely, no, it's I split it 50-50, all right? A pile of crap in front of Brendan's house on his doorstep, a pile of crap in front of Piper's house. On her doorstep, both on fire because that's what it was. <laughs> they both deserve equal, yes. equal amounts of shovels. You're not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> they deserve equal amounts of crap. <laughs> but Brendan, to this point, had done at least had at least attempted to cover the crap. To lie, yeah. Plants, I understand what you're saying. Plants. Piper you're said, saying. "Here, Natasha, see this crap that's here. I brought it for you." <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Like it was but, ridiculous. Okay, so my gosh, they they come back from their date. Natasha pulls Piper aside, uh, and she says, "How long have you guys been talking?" Mm-hmm. She says, "But wait, hang on though." Natasha pulled Piper aside after them being all lovey dovey for like all morning. They woke up. They were like eating breakfast, hanging out. Brendan was a new man. He was all like, you know, warm and fuzzy with Piper. Who was that? I forgot. Was that our resident recapper Noah? I don't know. He's always giving us the rundown. I think I think we moved on to the to the queens of gossip, Marissa and Deandra. Oh yeah, yeah. Because somebody was saying that they were like, um, he's completely different. This is a completely different level of chemistry than than he had with Natasha. He's not even ashamed to show it now. Yeah. Piper's—they're touching him. They're snuggly. They look like they are in love. Yeah. So then Natasha goes to talk to Piper. Natasha asks her how long they've known each other, how long they've been talking. Uh, Natasha P- Piper says about two months, and Natasha goes, "Okay, well, Brendan told me one," which also Natasha knew that because she had talked about their conversations them being seen out together multiple times on her podcast. So Natasha knew all this. And there was also... Natasha talked about it on her podcast? Because I knew that she was... Natasha, we talked about this, was it last week or two weeks ago? Natasha went out with Piper to get their nails done. Natasha talked about her and him and Piper on the cover of Us Weekly on Clickbait. (laughs) Okay, that. So she knew that they had been seen out together. And then Piper, and then Brendan asked Piper, sorry, Natasha asked Piper how many times they've hung out. And she said at least 10. And then she goes, okay, well, Brendan told me two. And then mm-hmm. things just fell apart from there. And Natasha talks to Brendan again and confronts him with all the things that Piper said. And then we learn that not only have they hung out in group settings, but Piper came to see him in Boston alone. You don't yeah, go- when he let that slip, when he was like Piper came to Boston, she was like, <laughs> she was that um, Natasha in that moment. She was that Doctor Phil gif, you know, where he's like completely shook, spiraling out of control. <laughs> Natasha was Doctor Phil. She was like, hold on, wait a minute. Okay, and then this is this conversation is where I want to have. I disagree with your Instagram post. What? I, I the Instagram post that got us four hundred and eleven <laughs> eleven I believe, likes. I believe 
and Nick agreed with me on his podcast. This was in this was an inaccurate usage of the word gaslight because he didn't gaslight her. He just repeatedly lied to her face. Lying to your face is not gaslighting. Okay, Brendan, gaslighting. So gaslighting is lying in order to make the other person think that they are insane. Brendan literally told Natasha, no, no, no. You had selective hearing. I said that we were friends. I said that we were just friends. I just, but I don't. Nice to get to know you. He did not say those things. It was like he was saying those things, unless we, unless they totally edit out, which is totally possible. But he was saying those things, whereas, because at the beginning of this episode, he was literally like snuggled up, trying to, you know, oh, I'm not malicious, I'm not manipulative, blah blah blah. He let her believe that he's just a slow burn into like a relationship. But- and unless they took out when he said, I like you, I'm really liking you, I'm falling mm-hmm. in love with you. He never said those things. He just said, I enjoy spending time with you and I enjoy our conversations. I okay, never heard yes. him say. He never said that he was in love with her, for sure. He never said that. But- so what I'm saying is like he, I don't, I think he played her. Yes. Did he lie to her? Absolutely. I don't think he gaslit her. I think he just lied enough to get her to think that he liked him, liked her. He never said, I liked you. Gaslighting would be if I liked you, if I said I liked you, and then I said, I never said that I liked you. Okay. I hear what you're saying, but I think if you, you lie enough that you lead somebody on, yes. But then when you go on a date and you return, and then the next morning, you sit that person down and you say, I told you that we're just friends. I told you that, okay, yes, he did say he liked their conversations, but he said, I told you basically, what was it, that um, that I see this going anywhere and to go explore your options, okay? Yes. That, unless they completely edited it out, that is meant to make her think and make her feel like, wait a second, did he say those things to me? Did I miss it? How did I miss it? How did I miss these points? Like, am I crazy? You know, because if somebody looks at you and says, okay, like if Zoe walked in right now and said, Brennan, we're we're not married. What? See, that's, <laughs> that's different than what he did. What he did, he straight up told him that she that he told her they were just friends, and then she called him out and he said, "Okay, I lied about that." But what he's saying is, but he didn't say either way. He let her believe what she wanted herself to believe. He never said we're just friends, and he never said, "I care about you deeply. I want to pursue something." He mm-hmm. he kept writing the line, and writing the line. I don't think is gaslighting. I think he just. Played the game to his. I don't think that that was, that was another level of it. That was that those words were meant to make her question everything that she had done until that moment. I don't think what he did was gaslighting. I think what he was, I think he, what he was, was a dick. Oh, a dick gaslighter, a gaslighting dick. The gas, the gas never changed. The gas stayed completely the same. He, he just turned it up. He had always had it on, and then he turned it up and was no, like... The, no, the, no. Ga- the gas never changed. 
I don't that think the gas ever changed. Brennan. That was freaking gaslighting. The, no, no, the gaslight was they changed the gas to correct reality to change this person's perception of reality. I don't think in Change. this, I think this situation, the gaslight never changed. He never, he never turned it up. He never turned it down. He never tried to convince her it was up or down. He just said, well, I like spending time with you. We have this connect. We have a conversational connection. You can have a connection. What? And he kissed connection. her last, he kissed her last week. He kissed her. And then he's like, I said that we're just friends. The last time I checked, that's not what I do with somebody that is just my friend. Really? Because it happens every season. Okay. Well, yes, but, <laughs> but in the mo no. in the mode that they were in, in the mode that they were in and what he, no, this is like, this is no, what I'm this is gaslighting. I, what I'm saying is that this show lives in and of itself in an alternate reality where a single kiss means almost nothing. And for Natasha, Natasha would, Natasha did nothing wrong here. What Brenda did was convince her enough to stay and keep giving him roses so that he could hang around until Piper got there. But I don't think what he did was gaslighting. I think he was just being a bad person. And I think that's what it comes down to. I'm disappointed in Brendan. I think everything he did was wrong. But gaslighting is where I'm just like, I don't think he was gaslighting. He was just bad. Okay, so the Instagram post that Brendan is mentioning, though, is on our Instagram page, podcasting for the right reasons. Y'all, this call. biggest Instagram post, like, of our entire Instagram existence, this sucker blew up up all right because i posted this which brennan disagrees with but i said remember when greg was accused of gaslighting katie thurston last season of the bachelorette brennan just said hold my beer all right 412 people liked this post like y'all were commenting like crazy there are comments on here that instagram hid <laughs> <laughs> because y'all had some hot takes <laughs> like Good. Could, could those hot takes considered to be criminal in nature? No, they're not criminal. Just aggressive. They just, um, they were along the lines of like, remember what Trey said about Tammy? And we're like, oh, Trey. Trash bag behavior. A lot of trash comments. A lot of, um, a lot of, uh, what, it, you know, a terrible person, obviously. Someone said he's an asshat. <laughs> Anything <laughs> nowadays. Um, a broke scammer, anyways. He looks like a broke scammer. Never saw the hype. <laughs> Glad he's finally getting dragged. <laughs> um, yeah, there were there were a lot of a lot of disgusted comments. Um, Shay Shay asked actually announced on our Instagram. Everyone unfollow Brendan and Piper. <laughs> All they care about are followers. How pathetic! Liars and manipulation. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys came out like guns of blazing for these two. I never just, followed either of them. So or else I, I would have participated if I had followed either of them, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the Instagram post. Um, and you guys are welcome to keep liking and commenting on that one or the one that we will post, uh, after this episode. But I, I just, 
you're my beloved friend, but I just don't agree with you on this. That's fine. Look. Don't agree. Co-hosts don't always have to agree. Sometimes we can argue aggressively at high value. I think that he was trying to make her question her sanity by telling her, I never said this. I always, I, I said that we were friends. You're the one who did this. Like, that is like a Jedi mind trick of like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Like the freaking Jedis were like the gaslighters of, okay. of Star Wars. Okay. Like, Re- remember, remember, we have a few more episodes of this po- episode, another episode to get to. So we got to keep moving. Okay. Oh gosh. All right. We got to, I know we got to keep moving. Uh, Brendan and Piper basically spend the rest of the episode talking on talking on their on a daybed. Mm-hmm. Forgetting forgetting they were miked, air quote. I don't know. I don't know what their thoughts were behind the things that they were saying. But they were basically talking about how uh Brendan was like, hey Piper's talking about her Instagram followers and how uh, how up they both went after the Us Weekly article. Mm-hmm. And then Brennan's like, I'm dying here. Basically having to be gross every day here. And you're talking about Instagram followers. And uh, the rest of the beach is saying how they're just here for... F- how both of them are just here for followers. Because they, def- they definitely could have just had this relationship outside of Paradise. Mm-hmm. And then at one point he like tap Brendan like taps on his mic, and then Nick Files guest asked him about that because you know he has plenty of experience with the mics. Mm-hmm. What he said was what he what he was doing poorly was trying to like scratch at the mic so that he couldn't be heard. But he yeah. said you have to touch the mic repeatedly the entire time you say something. Not touch yeah, because it it'll create that like yeah that sound where it, yeah. it will not touch it twice before you say anything, and then talk. Right. I when I saw him do that, I was like, he must not know how mics work. <laughs> mics, mics. You just don't touch a mic twice and then it turns off. And then it's just off. No. <laughs> no. No. Boo. Um. Yeah. He said he incriminated himself and screwed. He's he had. He had some terror, like the moment I heard him say that Natasha, he was like, it's not like I was keeping her from any other prospects. If it if I was her only prospect on this beach and if I wasn't here, she probably wouldn't have anybody. Yeah. Like that, that right there too. Like he's disgusting. Yeah. And I'm getting heated even just thinking about it right now because he is just, that was straight up F boy behavior. It was definitely disappointing for sure. Yeah, I was disappointed in him. Uh, Piper, I expected. I expected this from Piper. Stop it! Get out of here. Uh, shall we jump into Tuesday? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because that was man. Monday was on fire. Yeah. Uh, we kind of we jump slowly into Tuesday. Uh, Demi is again trying to convince Kenny to go to the boom boom room with her and a sad attempt to try to win him back through sex. So sad. Uh, He again says no. And then we get some party music and Titus Burgess shows up Mm -hmm. 
and does a wonderful introduction. <laughs> I love how the amount of people, some people, they're probably lying about, is, well, some people knew who he was, obviously. Then there were others, I, I forgot who was, I think it was Riley or somebody. Like, um, I think Marissa was like, he's he's from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. You know, he's on Broadway. He's this, he's that. That girl was clearly like, I know who this is. Right. I he tells them that he heard that he was needed in the beach. <laughs> he took the 405, topped on my jet ski, and I'm here. Your rainbow. I love after this the 405 storm. reference. <laughs> and he says, it's, I'm here, your rainbow after the storm. And then tells them that he's going to throw a quote unquote tight ass party, which I had never heard someone say. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to start using it. I haven't said that since like sixth grade, probably. <laughs> And this party is going to be filled with VIPs. Uh, the first VIP is the VIS to P's. And that's Becca. Mm. And then we go from Becca to the least VIS to P's, Aaron. We get Noah and Abigail, Kenny, Jasenia, Chris, Riley, Deandra, James, Thomas, and Demi. So no invitations for Mari. Marissa, Tammy, Kendall, Joe, Serena, Ivan, or Natasha, nor Brendan or Piper. Yeah, Brendan and Piper kind of like they 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 we're uh, rarely seen from this episode, right? And that I I that you should have brought that heat from Monday to Tuesday, you guys, Bachelor Nation. Instead of throwing me into this tight ass party, <laughs> I was like, I just want to get back to the island so we can light these suckers up. Uh, but. So they head to this party, apparently, and it's just a sad room with a light up floor and balloons. It literally looked like the moonlight mixer from eighth grade. <laughs> to me. Well, what's, what, what I thought was so interesting about this whole nightclub party situation was they just took people who have seen each other every minute of every day for the past few weeks and just took them from a different place and expected them to party hard. Right. Like, I did not understand this. And yes, they brought in new people, which we will get to, but come on. Come on. That was sad. Like you said, it was a sad, a sad kind of like scenario with light up floors. Yeah. So they they eventually like get all liquored up and start having a good time. Then Titus comes out to welcome them to his tight ass party and announces that he has some guests. The guests are uh, three people I recognize and one person I've never seen before. <laughs> okay, I'm really glad that you said that because I can't for the life of me remember. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea from Matt's season, and then McKenna, and former guest in front of the show, Alea, from Peter's season. And Who we also, were super hyped about seeing. I was very excited to see. And then uh, Alana from Matt's season, and I heard her name, and I had to keep convincing myself it's Alana, not Alana. Because okay. she said... she said Who is she from? She, uh, this article says, Alana, allegedly Matt season. Was she? Apparently. I, I really don't remember. Literally never seen her before. 
Oh, wait, she did say, didn't she say she went home night one? I think so. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. She went home night one. Because I'm like, I just like Chris, don't remember ever seeing him either. Yeah. I, so, uh, I was excited to see McKenna, though, too. Yes, I like McKenna. I like McKenna. I was excited. I to thought see she, does she come back? Uh, not this episode. I think she does because it looked like in a preview, she was smiling with someone on a date. Okay. Hopefully, because that's typically what they do is they'll have these parties or the last time, was it Chris and, um, Chris and Crystal's uh, wedding, Chris, which RIP to that, that's a right. real <laughs> but Chris and Crystal had their wedding and then John Paul Jones lost his mind. <laughs> And some people came back and it was just crazy. But yeah, usually they have this big blowout and then those that came to the party will slowly start to trickle down to the island. So so they come in, uh, they start to dance with everybody, they start to mingle. Uh, well, one, three of the four mingled and one person quickly got someone else's tongue down their throat. Yeah. As soon as Alana walks in, Chris taps uh, Jacinia on the shoulder, says, not be right back, says BRB, and talks to... Okay, that's a red flag right there for me. Don't say BRB, BRB. bro. Bro, smoke bro, okay. And then he... They go and talk outside. They start making out pretty quickly. And then Jacinia, in an attempt to go find Chris, sees them making out. And then spends the rest of her, most of the rest of her time there crying with Abigail. Who Abigail's the probably minute, like, do you think Abigail wanted to be the, at that party? Can we just talk about though, the moment that Jacinia walked by that like double take, <laughs> that double take that she took when she, it wasn't even double take really. She was walking, she saw it, and then she just looked straight forward and like was just like, excuse me? Excuse me. I'm not even going to look again. Not even going to like, I'm not even going to give this credit. But the, like, acknowledge the fact that my eyes have just seen what I know that they have just seen. Gross. Right. I just love the like, the look that she gave though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a rough moment. Uh, then Chris comes back to talk to Justinia briefly. And is basically like, Hey, Basically, he gave, she, he just repeated the speech that he gave, that she gave to Ivan, but after she'd already made out with Chris, after she'd already, after he'd already made out with Alana, where there was, I like you a lot, but there's just no spark. There's just like, yeah, there's, there's something that I'm missing from Jacinia that I found in Elena, Alana, Alana. I think it's Elena. Elena, Alana, dang. So, but what I don't understand is that he spent all of like five minutes with her before he decided to just be like, jump shit. Yeah. I I don't know. Even though they're saying, oh, maybe they knew each other before or something. I think that Chris was just dumb enough to get so hooked in two seconds that he was like, whatever. But the way that he explained it to Jacinia though, blew my mind because the way he was just like, doing this whole like pretend sort of oh I'm just really in the head right now and I just don't know what to do you know he yeah. didn't even it wasn't even like 
hey, Alana's here, Elena, 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 whoever she is. This girl's here. I actually am really excited about her too. He just kind of stood there at the table with Jacinia, like, you don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, these are some of the quotes from Chris in his great conversation. He <laughs> said, uh, you're such a sweetheart. Both of you guys were on my list, and obviously you are my number one. And I didn't like, I didn't think I'd have feelings with her in at all. I don't know right now. And then Atlanta tries to steal him again. Jacinia snaps, we're talking. We're in the middle I of the conversation. I love that moment. Power to you, Jacinia. But uh, he, and then he says, it's not like I don't like you. You're an amazing girl. And then they just kind of leave. Mm-hmm. And this is where I got even more excited because this is one of the first times I've ever known who a guest singer was. I didn't know who this was. I am a big Olivia Holt fan. I follow her on Twitter. Really? I do. Wow. She I, is, yeah, she, I, I don't know. She don't was like it. the, uh, that like, you know, you know Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya and her co-star Bella Thorne from their TV show. And like, it was like kind of that generation of oh. Disney, of Disney stars. Oh, she's a Disney girl? She was. She was on Kicking It, which was with uh, Miley's brother from Hannah Montana. Uh-huh. And then she was on another show. And then she was on Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, which was a TV show on ABC Family that became free for- Freeform. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she does some Yeah, I had no too. idea who she was. So she, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan. I really like her. So it was it was exciting to actually see someone that I recognized and liked, and not just a random. Which I thought was interesting. you were like, oh, I understand this reference. <laughs> which funny, I went to her Instagram, and she basically almost has as many followers on Instagram as the rest of that party combined. Wow, <laughs> she is she is she is five million followers on Instagram. Wow. So if Look Chris was her. if Chris was smart. Then he probably would have just tried to hook up with her. Chris is an idiot anyway. Like, if, if if he was if he was here for followers, then he should have just hooked up with the girl who had the most followers, which is surprisingly not Becca. Okay, yeah, which is crazy. Who does have the most followers there? I think it's I think it is Becca of the uh-huh. of the people on the beach because mm-hmm. Becca's at like one point two. Mm-hmm. And then she's behind, like, uh, oddly enough, she was behind, I was surprised to see this, behind, like, Cassie and Kaylin. And really? behind Hannah G. Really? They're That's all, weird. They're all, like, 1.3, 1.4, 1.5. Maybe it's also because Becca doesn't cause, like, a bunch of drama. And also, like, it's been longer since her season. Like, Hannah, But if you think about it, it hasn't been that long, though, because that's where we got Grocery Joe. And Grocery Joe, his rise to fame was only, it's only been like maybe two and a half years. It's been three years since her season. Yeah. I mean, maybe it just doesn't feel that much because we had a pandemic in the middle of there. If you think about it, the last time we saw Hannah G was two years ago on Paradise. Yeah. The last time we saw Becca was three years ago, three and a half years ago. 
Yeah. Because bachelorette season is usually in the spring and summer. So it's yeah. been three plus. That's why I thought it, it was cool to see Becca and Kendall and Tia. Yeah, that was they're, cool. I they're all that. from that yeah. Ari season together. So, yeah, it just, just the fact that Ari season wasn't that long ago, but it was still long ago. I don't know. Bachelor Nation time moves weird, especially in a pandemic. So then, yeah. So we see there we basically see their relationship fall apart in front of everyone's eyes Jacinda decides yeah. to leave and go back to the beach which means that this was probably at most a 10 minute drive for a producer to just randomly take her back right right <laughs> like she was like uber me uber me to the beach <laughs> yeah and then uh and now she's made everyone else worry about their men okay this is what killed me though marissa Girl, really? You, you. If you're going to date someone who looks like Riley, you always have to be afraid that that guy, because you know everyone else is interested in him. Um, I mean, you're right, you're right. But Marissa is so worried, and then she breaks down on the beach and is just like, "I want to go home." <laughs> like Marissa, you don't even know if you guys doing anything. <laughs> They should have they should have split screened this, her crying and sobbing on the beach, and Riley just like drinking and having a good time at the bar, but Dude, not like that, really talking. That man <laughs> was the only thing that that man did with that party was vibe. Like he was just vibing at that party. Right, right. That's what I mean. Like Riley's a good time. He was dan- he was dancing, but he wasn't girls. He was dancing but not up on anybody. He was just kinda of dancing on his own. He's like Ugh. Yeah. That's all he, he was doing. Living it up, having a good time. He certainly wasn't doing what freaking Chris was doing, though. No. Out with somebody, grinding on somebody on the floor. He said the level of disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we do have to. We, <laughs> we're moving so slow today. The one time we can't do an hour and a half episode, and we're, we're on pace for like an hour 40, I think, right now. We got. Oh, my gosh. Up. This is like the biggest two, like two episodes, too. Wait. Well... <laughs> I mean, we chatted too long before. We need to just get on and get going, but it's fine. Uh, so she comes back. The girls are all worried about their men. Everyone else's men is behaving perfectly fine. Uh, unfortunately, I chatted with Alea a little bit yesterday on Twitter, and it seems like that is the only part that we will see of Alea. Who's, who's, That's a bummer. Who is visibly disappointed, who from her conversation was disappointed that she was just on that part, but I mean, that if, is if you don't, if you don't I, like, if you don't really connect, you don't really connect. Like, there's nothing you can really do about yeah. that. I I did expect I expected her to come later though. I did. I, I did too. Her to come, and yeah, that's to why one of the ones that like gets introduced like later on comes to I, the island. Yeah, I I messaged her Tuesday evening. Was like, is that all you're on? Like, hoping she was gonna say no. I'll be on next week. And then she mm-hmm. said, unfortunately, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, that was the last that we'll see of Alea. But according to Twitter, she got some good books in on the quarantine. So. <laughs> That's nice. That, I guess good for her. But, uh, so, come back to the episode. Uh, Demi and Kenny have a, a kind of an explosive conversation about Mari. Where Demi says some harsh things about Mari that eventually Demi apologized for on Twitter 
saying that she doesn't actually feel that way about Mari. She was just upset and frustrated in the moment. Calling her mean and a bad person and manip and like just like she doesn't care. She apologizes like I wasn't I don't actually feel that way about Mari. I was just frustrated in the moment about how it went. Demi says a lot of things in the moment. Yeah. Because this is how she was in Colton season two. This is why people didn't like her. I remember her calling, what was that, that redhead girl? I forgot her name. She, she, yeah, she kept calling her old, and the girl was like 31 (laughs) or something. Like, but like, yeah, Demi says, she says a lot of things, and then she just apologizes later. Like, Tia posted a picture of her and Demi and Becca, I think it was, on, on the beach, and they were hanging out, and it made they made reference of um Demi making fun of Tia's jean shorts and saying that they were gross and all this stuff. And Demi was like, Can I borrow your shorts? And Becca said, You wouldn't keep them on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest. That's good. Yeah, Demi uh, just says a lot. I don't know what to do with her. I just she's just I I don't think I don't think that I want her back. No, I'm I good. hope that this is the last of her beach rain i think it's going to be because the the fun demi has definitely worn off i think to a lot of people but uh yeah we press on uh chris uh it seems to be very sad about how he acted last night but not sad enough to turn down the date from from alana when she shows up everyone's saying hey you should probably go uh talk to jacenia before you leave this was after the moment that he accepted the date yes. and makes his speech yes. about being like, I know it's going to upset a lot of people, but I'm here for love <laughs> and I'm going to basically take a shot. <laughs> that was the dumbest speech I've ever heard. Yeah. And then, so then some, and then someone says, Hey, don't apologize. Don't talk to any of us. Talk to Jacinia. And he goes to talk mm-hmm. to her and she says, we have nothing to talk about. You don't owe me anything. Clearly, like, both irritated and trying not to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I just found this whole thing weird and uncomfortable and awkward and hilarious all in one. Because the fact that Chris felt the need to announce to everyone, like he was Brendan, <laughs> that he was going on this day killed me. And the fact that this is when Chicago Joe starts to show a little bit of himself when he's like, what? I don't even know you. I don't even care about it. Like, why are you going to make that speech? I don't, nobody yeah. cares about you. Joe <laughs> says, nobody dude, cares. nobody cares. And Becca says, nobody's really going to hate you because nobody cares about you. <laughs> and that's what Becca says. So, and then they go off on their date. They go and, uh, they go and skydive. Not skydive, zip line. I didn't even pay attention to their date. I was I, only, really I, was only, I was half paying attention at best. Uh they come back from their date. Now this is when we get uh bad cop, bad cop, sad cop. No good cops to be seen. Because the, there was Riley, a lot of there was a lot of rumble on the beach when they were out and they did their awkward make out too. They were trying to choreograph this like structured makeout, which that was a sign. I feel like that their their chemistry 
I don't know. No, their chemistry. Well, I, I don't. We'll we'll see it even later. Their their chemistry doesn't wasn't there. So no. I don't really understand what their thing was. But they come back from their date. Uh, before Chris can like breathe on the beach, Riley and Joe are calling them over to his table, and they mercilessly yell at this man for for several minutes. Uh, say, say, he talked about having followers, clout. They tossed in the word clout a lot. Uh, apparently, he asked Joe, Joe. He asked Joe basically how he got liked from having no screen time. Mm-hmm. And Joe was like, "Yeah, oh, because was... he too, he too was a fellow like night one person who yeah. just got sent home." Yeah. So it was just, it was definitely a lot going on. All yeah, that was a time. lot of grilling. That was because um, they went after him for that clout. They went after him for apparently, uh, this is where I'm confused. And this is where I texted you. They believe that he had a relationship with her or they knew each other before. So they were all mad and they were saying that they should have just stayed home then. They're taking up no. screen time. Okay, They're so. Blah. The information behind that is that you know how every once in a while, like the heart of Bachelor Nation, second tier people, moves from city to city? Mm-hmm. It was Nashville, and then it was Denver. Well, apparently right now it's in San Diego. I thought it was Nashville. No, really? I said like bottom tier people. Oh, okay. The bottom tier people are all hanging out in San Diego. So Jacinia's in San Diego, which is how she knew Chris. Okay, isn't this the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Jacinia. That's what I don't understand. Jacinia, Chris, Alana, Chasen, a couple of guys from Katie's season, now Katie. They're all in San Diego. So okay. that's how they all knew each other. They'd all hung out in a group setting in San Diego, and there's actually documented pictures of them all together. So this is what I don't understand also that a, that they didn't go after Brendan and Piper the way that they're, it's like, they're going after Chris and Alana for, for the things that Brendan and Piper did. Also, Jacinia totally made out with Chris and dropped Ivan after, after, granted he didn't make, they didn't make out in front of Ivan, but Jacinia knew Chris. So you're telling me the same amount of probably the same amount of, of level of knowing Alana. And it comes right down to it. Once again, Jacinia had the support and the and the, the good friendship of the current Queen of Paradise. And the Queen of Paradise stu- sicked the King of Paradise on Chris. And no one else cared enough to defend him or help him. That was, it, it was insane to me. It was aggressive. And in this time, in this time, we skipped a couple things. In this time, Chelsea shows up. Uh, everyone is gawking about how beautiful she is and how long her legs are and how tall she is. She asks Aaron out. They have a great date and a good time together. So that seems like that's going to be a couple that's going to be around for I, a little bit. Yeah. Which I'm I think that was, I think that was cute. Which I'm really was... happy with. Uh, Becca gets a card. And because the only person that she really made a connection with so far was Aaron and he was on a date. He, she, we talked about this briefly before she talked to Tammy and Tammy was like, you want to ask Thomas out, don't you? And she's like, yeah. And she goes, 
Uh, that's fine. If Thomas wants to be with me, then he'll be with me. And if he wants to be with you, then he'll be with you. And before they even left on their date, Tammy is crying because she knows how could I compete with Becca? Because you can't. I'm surprised that Becca and um, Aaron didn't hear Tammy's crying wails as they were leaving the beach on their date. Because it was like, she was like, yeah, sure. I'm a cool girl. Totally. Take well, him. They, they told me when they got sob. back, when they t- got back, they told Aaron that while he was gone, Becca d- got the date card. So they were already gone. <laughs> they were already gone when Becca got the card. And yeah. then Aaron, ever the petty person that he is, said, well, it serves her right for ditching me for Aaron, for Thomas. Just like, you're so petty, bro. So petty. Okay. Also, though, also, people have been very adamant about pointing out the fact that he did the same thing to Tammy the week before when he was making out with Serena on that day bed. And Tammy saw him and then went over and was like, let me stake my claim. Tammy didn't get all mad and lose her mind. But Thomas makes out with Tammy or Tammy makes out with Thomas, whatever. And then she's trash. Like, he did the same thing. I really would have liked to see what, how that would have played out differently mm-hmm. if Aaron, if Tammy's making out with Noah. Like, I, th- I think it might have gone out around differently if it wasn't his nemesis. And it's so stupid and juvenile that they have nemesis, I feel like. No, he's a child. Right. He has a nemesis because he's a child. He's an emotionally immature child. Right. He's a child. And man. Thomas and Thomas said that about Trey. Yeah, both, they were the entire union is made up of children. The majority yeah. whip, the minority whip, and the and the secretary. Not the secretary. I don't I don't want to put that on James. He seems fine. <laughs> Never mind. I digress. I take that. I'm back. sorry, I was just I was lumping him in with his superiors. His superiors are immature children. <laughs> I know, I like him too, so I'm like, nah, let's 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 step short of that. Um, but yeah, there's so there's just there's just a lot of hypocritical reactions here, I think. And it's it's silly. It makes good TV, but it's silly. I'm sorry. Okay, so I like Detective Joe, but this the the author of this article says that Joe has appointed himself chief magistrate of paradise and summons Chris as soon as he walks in. He's straight updated. <laughs> I like Chief Magistrate of Paradise. That's good. Um, I so so when Chelsea came in though, she was at the party. Yeah, yeah she was at the party. Um, I did think that her and Aaron. I think Aaron showed a different side of himself with her, which was interesting because he like let he let him his guard down and he was funny. Like and very quippy in a way that wasn't just like I need to clear out all of the people who aren't here for the right reasons and they need to just be cool for Becca, you know. Like he he was just like always trying to be super cool, and I felt like with Chelsea, he was like funny, and I was like, okay, I get his appeal now. He's funny, and he is cute. He's just really immature. I just But I yeah, just, so I think that him I think that him and Chelsea would be cute together. I'm kinda hoping kinda rooting for that vibe. Me too. 
Uh, let's jump into the trial of 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 Chris. He, he has appeared in front of the chief magistrate. The the he is he has appeared in, to keep to keep it simple. He's he's appeared in front of King Joe, King of Paradise, King Joe, and he, in defense of himself, he said, "I was putting everything I could into my time with her, and I was hoping that it would click in my head." And Joe stops him and says, "We've got to start again." Because that really made no sense. Listen, like I said, Joe, when he's on a roll, you think everybody thinks that Joe's a nice guy, which he is. He is with his his tomato sauce, his pasta sauce, whatever the Sundays with Joe are. Riley Riley gets involved now, clearly also liquored up from his evening. Riley was... Riley was ready for it. And he says, I thought you were the strongest strongest couple in the house until I turned around, your tongue was down another woman's throat and right in front of her. Yeah, he called, he started dropping words like disrespect. Jacinia Just, says, you this lied to me real. multiple times, so don't sit here and try to ask for a pity party. And uh, Chris says, I was tr- I was trying to find that spark. And then Riley says, I know the spark you were looking for, bro, and it was the cloud. You're itching for the cloud. It's all right, but it's effed up the way you did it. I just, just don't know if I agree with them. Do you think he was itching for clout? Why else would you be here? I mean, okay, yes, no, but... but- he, he had, based on Instagram evidence, the opportunity to date both of these women in the same city as him off the show mm-hmm. and he chose to pursue them separately and in a row on paradise i mean i just i'm i think i'm still fired up about brendan brendan and piper I think that, we'll get, I think we'll get more into that next week. It seems. I know. I know. We have to. We have to stay focused here. Uh, we hear Alana ask from the distance, "Does anyone want to know what I think?" Jacinia yells, "No." That was rude. <laughs> that was rude. But I. I that get was why, rude. I get why she was hurt. Yeah. And then, uh, then Riley says, "Follow your heart and get the f out of paradise. It's time for you to pack your ass." And then Chris sadly walks away and talks to Alana, who is now frustrated that Chris is basically leaving and either she has to leave with him and she has to be in paradise for all of 24 hours or she has to stay and listen to this wrath alone. I think she should have stayed. I think she should have stayed because this I think was... She, I think she... It was going to be a... Uh, Luke P level of uncomfortable in this beach for her because they Luke P. She wasn't being mean. No, in their mind it didn't matter. The way Jacinia, the way Jacinia snapped at her, and no one else had let her talk. She knew that her 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 lot was cast. She that, had no. Like, she, she that had, makes me sad for her because she, I feel like in my in my head, I think that she could have stayed. She could have said, "Hey, Justinia, girl, sorry I got in your way. Sorry, that was some crazy stuff. I didn't want to leave with him. I don't know what was going on with this." Because my favorite part, though, of this whole thing 
was seeing them talk and him being like, I think my time in paradise has come to a close. I'm going to leave. She's like, oh my gosh, she's freaking out. And he's like, I was hoping that you would leave with me. And she's like, what? Um, I think she could have, but I think it was going to be a tough road for her to get back. And we have to remember that she didn't have a rose. I mean, that's true. She didn't have a rose, but she could have at least, I don't know. I, I feel like there could have been something. I think that she was not going to have enough time to repair things and to get into a position for a rose before that she was going to have to receive a rose. I just think it was going to be, it was going to be a monumental return. It was going to be a monumental effort to return to not only a place where everyone didn't hate her, mm-hmm. but in the position to receive a rose from somebody. I just, this, yeah. This, it, but it was I disappointing. And basically uh, the episode ends with uh, Alana being in a, ve- Alana being in a vehicle, Chris trying <laughs> to get into her car and Alana saying, Chris, this isn't your car. She, yeah, she was like, this is my car. And like, that's, he's not even allowed to ride in this vehicle with me to the airport. <laughs> uh, that's how, basically how the episode ends. And then we get some comments from Natasha and Demi specifically, who share their thoughts that Brennan and Piper need to be the next people to catch the smoke. Uh-huh. Which social media was asking a lot of questions, though, when they were saying, um, hmm. Where was all this frustration when Brendan and Piper, they're just allowed to to coast? And Demi told someone, you know, did you see the previews? Like, it's coming. But I don't know. I don't know. I think, we'll it's, I think it's coming. And we just need to allow the cast to work out on their own their issues with these two. So I think if we give... I think they were... We clearly now have a situation that allows the beach to work out its issues on its own. Mm-hmm. And now that we've discovered our, our King and our bailiff of paradise and Joe and Riley, I believe that their reign of justice will continue in the next week. I hope so because those two were throwing it down and it was, it was scary. It was like, I felt bad. I would not want to be on the other, the receiving end of that. Even as nice as Joe is, as wonderful as Riley is, I would not want their wrath combined. There's there's few people's wrath I would like less. I thought it was interesting. Jacenia's got a little um some some fire of her own that's like, whoa, okay. She was she was hurt and embarrassed and then left a good guy for this absolute jerk. I mean, yeah, it's true. So she's probably she's hurt. And embarrassed and now does not trust her own gut because it was all over social media last night, but it's an absolute fact. Ivan wouldn't have done that crap. No. 100% no, he, wouldn't he wouldn't have. have. No. He wouldn't have. But okay. they're over. I think they're no, over. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no going no back. Way. I'm just saying that if she just left him there to begin with, I think she would have been much better for it with Ivan. But yeah, unfortunately, due to time constraints, uh, we must wrap here. It has been... An absolute pleasure, Ernie, as always. Uh, next week, we'll continue to see, I believe, uh, Piper and Brennan get this smoke. And they're they're going to they're gonna catch these hands next week, I think. Uh, we'll see. Follow us on Twitter, at Right Reasons Pod. 
because the tweets on Monday and Tuesday were both pretty decent for me. The pot, the post for you on Instagram at podcasting for the right reasons on Instagram blew up as well. It's on and its way to being viral, y'all. You like you guys, you guys appreciate some other stuff too, like Grocery Joe. <laughs> yes, everyone loves himself some Grocery Joe. Uh, you can follow. You can please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcasting for the right reasons. Four bucks a month. Please, I mean, anything that you can give us would be super helpful as we continue to try to improve the quality of our product. Anything else, Ernie? Nope. I don't think so either. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.